This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking the nation. All weekend, all, all the hits, all, all the hits. Ghana Talks Radio, GTR News, GTR News. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR, GTR. Hello there, welcome to the Afternoon News on Ghana Talks Radio. My name is Sandra Asante. Top stories. First Lady donates 50,000 cities to Apiata Support Fund. Also, Ethiopia and Sudan families sue U.S. over visa delays. Rwanda ambassador selling coffee on TikTok is really trending. Senior Somali commander killed as forces clash. This are more stories after the break. Stay tuned. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. GTR. GTR News. The news others choose. Get it big. Get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR. Ghana Talks Radio. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. GTR. You're most welcome back from the break to a first draw. The Ashanti Regional Command of the Ghana National Fire Service says more fire disasters are being recorded in the region in the early part of 2022 as 260 cases were recorded in January alone. Fire outbreaks have in recent times led to the destruction of properties worth millions of Ghana cities and also displaced many. The Ashanti Regional Fire Commander, ACF01 Henry Giwa, however, explained that the situation is not as alarming as they seem since his outfit has intensified sensitization on the fire-related issues. Last year, now she this year, what more be took a cry because last year, yeah, be 111, this year, yeah, be 260. But me, 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 because of about 25 percent human resource logistics overstretch it but government is there to assist however if touching it's also welcome advice na ni say and because ignition temperature is cold and any scratch beer, the news others choose. 
To our next story, the University Teachers Association of Ghana, UTAG, has agreed to call off its strike action after a meeting with Parliament's Education Committee, the Education Minister and the Labour Minister. This was disclosed by the ranking member on Education Committee in Parliament, Peter Nochukotoy, in an interview. The committee earlier met with the leadership of UTAG, the Education Minister and the Labour Minister to bring finality to the impasse between UTAG and the government. According to the Akatinov MP, upon appeal by the committee, the university lecturers have resolved to call off the strike on the condition that government settles the outstanding issues. The Labour Division of the Accra High Court on Monday pleaded an injunction on UTAG strike. The order from the court follows an appeal by the National Labour Commission and LC for an Intellectual induction to suspend the strike by UTAG while negotiations continue. Still on UTAG-related issues, the University of Professional Studies, Accra UPSA, chapter of the University Teachers Association of Ghana, UTAG, has rescinded its decision to return to class on Monday, February 21st. According to UPSA UTAG, by the fact that they are members of the national body, any decisions taken by the National Executive Council, NEC, of the UTAG binds on lecturers in UPSA as well. This follows an earlier letter which has indicated the lecturers in the school were to resume active teaching on Monday. That directive had the awake of an injunction placed on UTAG strike by the Labor Division of the Accra High Court. With the injunction, UTAG is required to suspend the strike action and return to the negotiation table. The order from the court follows an appeal by the National Labor Commission for an interlocutor injunction to suspend the strike by UTAG while negotiations continue. UTAG is expected to halt the strike until the court determines the substantive application by NLC. The court preceded over by Justice Frank Abogit Roxon noted that ongoing negotiations between the parties may not yield any result if the industrial action continues, hence the injunction. However, the NEC of UTAG says still it has resulted its legal team on the way forward the strike will continue unabated. Subsequently, UPSA UTAC has indicated it resolved to wait for the decision of the NEC of UTAC on the interlocutory injunction. GDR News. GDR News. Still on local stories, the First Lady Rebecca Ekufuadu has donated 50,000 Ghana cities to the Apiata Support Fund for the reconstruction and rehabilitation of the Apiata community. In her remark, the First Lady disclosed that she has already made an earlier donation of some relief items sent out to the victims of Apiata when the incident first occurred. She said the incident is a huge tragedy that has troubled all Ghanaians and as a senior citizen of Ghana and a mother full of empathy for her children, it is not only right, she also adds her contribution to help Apiate. The, the First Lady also uh, encouraged all Ghanaians to do what they can help restore the livelihood of the people of Apiate. The chairperson of the fund, Reverend Dr. Joyce Aye, on behalf of the committee, expressed her profound gratitude to the First Lady for her empathy pathetic gesture to reconstruction of the Apiate community. Madam Joyce said the First Lady has proven that she is indeed the mother of the nation, adding that she knows her contribution will go beyond material things considering her soft spot for women and children. GDL Madam News. Joyce Aye also gave account of the amount raised for the Apiate Fund. The reconstruction okay. uh, team right. to give us uh, 
what they have. Oh, I forgot to say that today we collected 50,000 CDs from the Chinese embassy. They called us to come and collect it. So it's, it's coming up gradually. But as I mentioned that we have a pledge of 2 million uh, from uh, the Minerals Commission. We have 100,000 paid by the president. We have uh, 61,000, the equivalent of um, $10,000 paid right. by Pelangio. Um, yesterday we received 50,000, which we're paying to the bank. You know, so when you add it up, I know we have about actually paid in, we have about 68,000 at the Ghana Commercial Bank and about 150,000 at Stanbic. But we still have this 50 we've collected with yesterday and today. GDR News. The news others choose. You're still tuning and watching live on Facebook, the Afternoon News on Ghana Talks Radio, away from the local stories and business stories. And the Greater Accra Regional Coordinator of the Nations Builder Corps in NAPCO, Alhati Baba, has assured the trainees will be paid their locked-up stipends. Some personnel of NAPCO hit the street of Accra to protest against the non-payment of their stipends by the government. They are on four-month salary arrears, but according to them, the government has failed to pay them, hence the protest. Speaking to journalists after receiving the petition, Alhati Baba said, We will not victimize anybody. We are colleagues, and therefore, it is in the best interest. A lot of them have currently gotten employed, but they are refusing to decline from the system. And that is what we, that, that's, and that is why we, this headcount is just to uh, help resolve those problems. That is to, uh, to the headcount to make sure that those who are actively working uh, get paid in earnest. But the question is, why is the headcount going on, especially for a day like this? No, it, uh, it, you, it is part of our roadmaps that we've designed. And so it just unfortunately that it uh, coincided, it coincided with your demonstration. It's no victimization. And you, no, 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 please. We will not victimize anybody. We are colleagues. GDR News. The news others choose. To our next business story, some market women in the Job and Sewell market in Kuforidua in the eastern region have expressed their disgust over an attempt by the government to introduce the electronic levy, the e-levy, despite uproar by the majority of Guineans. According to the market women, the levy will worsen hardships and will also have the effect on their businesses since they mostly take payment and transactions to their client on the mobile money platform. The market women call the government to resent the decision to pass the e-levy since it will have a dire economic consequences on them. Yeah, I 
In international stories, Sudanese and Ethiopian families who won a lottery allowing them to move to the U.S. have sued the government over delays in processing their entry visas. The 12 families in a lawsuit referred to as Tesfaye versus Blinken says the U.S. government is unlawfully withholding their visa hearing process by refusing to reassign the cases to other embassies away from the ones in Khartoum and Addis Ababa, which have not resumed routine visa processing. Under the U.S. Immigration and Nationality Act, all winners of the diversity visa programs might be scheduled for immigrant visa interviews before the end of the fiscal year, which is 30th September, unless the court intervenes. One of the lawyers representing the family says... They have a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to become permanent residents, but the government kept depetrizing their cases. If their visas are not issued by 30th of September, they lose a golden opportunity, and to do so, it does not really feel good. That's what the Curtis Lee Morrison is saying. Rafael Urena, another lawyer, says the U.S. has failed to live up to its commitment to the African diaspora, particularly to diversity of the visa applicant. We move to Rwanda and Rwanda's ambassador to China, James Kimonyo, has embraced social media to market coffee and chili from the East African country. Mr. Kimonyo told the BBC focused on Africa radio that he had to move away from the traditional way of advertising in exhibitions after seeing that China's online shopping industry was huge. The ambassador last month caused a stir on social media when he donned an overall and wrote on a delivery bag to deliver Rwanda coffee to a customer who had purchased online. China's TikTok economy is about $5.4 trillion, and not only that. China is the biggest internet users, and it has also a larger number of online shoppers and is well-connected, with 99% of the population owing mobile phones and the mobile payment system here are very effective, he told the media. Mr. Kimoyo has been in Beijing for three years and says this is a new way to conduct diplomacy in an evolving world. A senior commander in Somali's central Hiran region has been killed during a clash between the country's security forces. Haramad military unit officer was a shuffle with a local police and a police chief was shot during the incident. The paramilitary officer had been deployed to the Baliwani district during the ongoing parliamentary elections. Baliwani district governor Osman Diso in Dubo says two officers were wounded in the scuffle and they are being treated in a hospital, the Anolo News Agency reported. 
We move to Malawi and a case of a wild polio has emerged in Africa for the first time in five years, the World Health Organization, WHO, has said. Malawian health authorities have declared an outbreak of a wild polio virus type 1 after a case was detected in the capital, Lilongwe, the WHO stated. The polio virus paralyzed a three-year-old girl. The laboratory test found the strain to be the same as the circulating one in Pakistan. The health authorities concluded included on that Afghanistan and Pakistan are the only two countries where wild polio is endemic. Polio is highly infectious diseases. The virus invading the nervous system and can cause total paralysis within hours. The last known case in the wild polio in Africa occurred in 2016 in the Bono State, Nigeria. The continent was declared free of indigenous wild polio in 2020. Still on international stories, police in Ottawa has detained two leaders of the trucker convoy in the Canadian capital as they moved to break up the last stronghold of the protest against the nation's COVID rules. Tamara Lynch was arrested on Thursday evening after Chris Baba was held and both expected to be charged criminally, according to CBC News. Authorities have already cleared other protest locations at border crossing. It comes day after Canada invoked an emergency law for the first time. However, officers were not yet moving in force on the remaining demonstrators on Thursday night, although interim Ottawa police chief Steve Bell warned earlier that if they do not peacefully leave, they have plans for them. The Emergencies Act invoked by Prime Minister Justin Trudeau on Monday imposes bans on public assembly in some areas, among other measures. To some entertainment stories, American rapper Lil Wayne will play his first UK show in several years at the Strawberries and Cream Festival. The 39-year-old musician has sold more than 20 million albums nationwide and won five Grammy Awards. He was forced to cancel a UK tour in 2011 after his visa application was reportedly rejected by UK border authorities due to a pyro conviction. His performance at the Cambridge event will be his only European show in 2022, festival organizers said. Strawberries and Cream, which has been running since 2014, has also continued its pledge from last year to feature more female acts. Artists such as Mabel, Elame, and Thames will be part of the lineup as well. This is why I end the afternoon news on Ghana Talks Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in and watching it live on Facebook. You can log on to our website, www.ganatalksradio.com, for more news updates. My name is Sandra Asante. Stay tuned for the Sported Bit. Have a great afternoon. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking the nation. Get it big, get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR, Ghana Talks Radio. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking the nation. GhanaTalksRadio.com. Listen live. Listen live. Listen live. I love, love, love. We love your station. It's great. Listen here. Listen here. Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio. GTR's pause. GTR's pause. Join us on GTR for global tidbits and soccer. Tennis, boxing, and many other sporting activities. What a good shot! Tune in to GTR. What a stadium! What a stadium! 
It's time for the Sported Beds on Ghana Talks Radio with me, Sandra Asante. So in today's stories, Mercedes has launched a 2022 Silver Arrow F1 Challenger. It's really, really exciting. And in Belgian Olympics today, IOC president um, talking of Bash has disturbed about Veliaves meltdown hit out at, you know, entourage at the Belgians. It's really bad for that particular Russian skater to go through that uh, particular treatment. So don't go anywhere. I'll be back with more stories for you. This is Sandra Santa, the host with the modest. Join me in an hour as for latest news in Ghana and across the world. This will be followed by Sported Bit, Showbiz News and Music Countdown. I also interview guests on the show. It promises to be a great show. Don't forget, you can also listen back by visiting our website or why don't you take us in your pocket by downloading the Ghana Talks Radio app via Apple, iOS and Play Store. Ghana Talks Radio, giving the youth a voice. Ghana Talks Radio, number one. You're welcome back from the break. So we're starting off as always with soccer and Brazil international Douglas Costa has signed for Los Angeles Galaxy. The Major League Soccer Club said that yesterday. So as the winger completed an initial loan move from Brazil's Grêmio, that will become the permanent deal to the end of the 2023 season. The LA Galaxy announced that the club has acquired midfielder Douglas Costa via a six-month loan from Brazilian side Gremo, the club said that in a statement. So the former Juventus and Bayern Munich uh, forward scores three goals in 26 Brazilian Serie R appearances for Gremio last season. He also a three-time Bundesliga and Serie R champion. The 31-year-old returned to his home country in May 2021 but suffered relegation with the Brazilian side. And today, Galaxy, yes, LA Galaxy has signed him. Away from that, the Ghana Football Association, DFA, has handed a 12th match bound to an assistant referee in the Ghana Premier League match 16 game between Accra Lions and Mediama. The second assistant referee, Banabas Amenyo, was adjudged to have wrongfully raised his flag for offside in a 20th minute, effectively ruling out a goal. Mediama had scored. It's really bad. He wasn't actually waving the flag but unintentionally the flag flew out so footage showed that there was no offside incident anywhere and the goal showed have stood that's what gfa said in a statement regarding you know the banner so the assistant referee admitted that he made a mistake and that the goal should have stood the match review panel ruled that the decision changed the of the game hands handed him a 12th match ban not one or five 12 yes consecutive match so the panel I also ruled that Mr. Amenyo's understanding of the offside rule was questionable and recommended that he should be uh, given further training after serving his suspension at the lower level division. So training after suspension, that's a serious issue. Away from that, ex Ghanaian international um, talking of Charles Taylor has put his money on inform Asante Kotokoti last struggling hearts of folk when the two rivals clash in the Ghana Premier League this weekend. Yes, so he is supporting Betway. I know that. So the Fabians were on Sunday host the Porcupine Warriors at the Accra Sports Stadium in the first super clash of the 2021-2022 Ghana Premier League season. So this is what exactly uh, Charles Taylor uh, has to say concerning the match over the weekend. Uh, because uh, yeah, they, they were born, you see, Kone, she has a folk, me has a uh, Kotoqua. 
So he's saying that, you know, the Asante Kotoko will be able to thrash out Hearts of Folk. Let's see that this weekend, Sunday, at the Accra Sports Stadium, India. First super clash of the 2021-2022 Ghana Premier League season. Away from soccer stories in tennis today, tennis number one, our very own Novak Djokovic, said he has unfinished business at the Olympics and will be gunning for gold at Paris 2024. Uh, Adding that, he is keen to return to Australia despite his deportation this year. Djokovic's quest for an Olympic gold in Tokyo ended in a semi-final defeat to Germany's Alexander Zverev Marin and otherwise Stella 2021 in which he won the first three Grand Slams and reached the final of the fourth. So he is saying that even after deportation, he's looking forward to return to Australia. I hope by then the COVID might be gone so that he wouldn't have any issue with Australian government. So a day after his loss to Zaverev, he went down to Spain's Pablo Yescareno Busta in a bronze medal match to return empty-handed from Japan. And it is really unfortunate that it happened. And he said that I rewound my match with Zverev in Tokyo many times, trying to figure out what went wrong. I played so probably up to that point, but I did feel I was running on fumes, both mentally and physically. And the chance that he had also at Australian Opens too, he wasn't able to unleash his skills and all the training he has been putting in when you know he was deported due to the COVID you know restriction saga. Still on tennis, but away from Djokovic, Noah's Gasparud. Withdrew from the ATP 500 clay court tournament in Rio yes, yesterday after suffering an abdominal injury. That's what organizers are telling us today. So, Root, who won his seventh ATP tour title at the Argentina Open last weekend, pulled out shortly before his second round match against Francisco Carundolo was able to even happen. So, the 23 year old said he picked up the muscle problem while playing against Diego Schwartzman in the final of the Buenos Aires. He said, that it was one moment I made in the final last week when playing against Diego in one of the last two games. I did a twist that caused a strain in my abdomen. The tournament here in Rio was really nice to me. They gave me uh, a Thursday debut to give more time to recover, but unfortunately, it was not enough time. So, number eight, world number eight, Rude, earlier suffered an ankle injury that forced his late withdrawal from the Australian Open last month. It's not been good for him this season. We hope he gets better and fit to come back play for us. So in Atlantis today, the World Anti-Doping Agency, WADA, today accused the Court of Arbitration for Sports, CAS, of ignoring the World Anti-Doping Code when it upheld the Russian Anti-Doping Authority's decision to lift the provisional suspension of Russian teenage figure skater. I'm talking to Camilla Velyava at the Belgian Olympics. They are having issues even 
after she uh, being fourth uh, in her race yesterday. So away from Eveliave for now, Olympic 1,500 meter champion, I'm talking of Jacob Agibristian, broke the world indoor record for the distance on a Thursday night in another display of the speed and strength that suggests Tokyo's success was only a start. So he broke a record yesterday night and is really trending throughout today because most of the people around the world is really impressed by his performances. If you just join us, you are listening and watching on Facebook, the Sported Bits on Ghana Talks Radio. In cricket stories, cricket will make a comeback at the Asian Games, yes, in Hanswa later this year. But India, the game's financial show engine is unlikely to field teams owing to existing commitments so it will be having a comeback in Hangzhou uh, this season and you know it's exciting for us in motorsport today Mercedes on Friday this Friday, particular Friday, took the wraps of their 2022 Formula One challenger, which they hope will allow my favorite Lewis Hamilton to take back the driver's crown while also steering the team to an unprecedented ninth straight constructors championship. So the F1W13 has been designed to F1's radical new rules aimed at improving wheel-to-wheel racing and features the cleaner swept back road dynamics and bigger 18 inch wheel of the new era if you're watching on facebook you can see how amazing that car is so the car which will be driven by hamilton and new teammate george russell who moves up from william also has a return of mercedes traditional silver livery after the team run black color scheme in stand against racism for the last two seasons. So that's what the boss Total Wolf said. The hopes are, first of all, that we have the competitive car. We don't know whether we are even in the hunt for another little. My hope is that the car goes fast and that Lewis and George are happy with how it drives. And that will be a good starting point. Of course, it will be a good starting point for Lewis and George to be able able to win with that particular new car. So Mercedes have dominated the last rules era, which began with the introduction of the turbo hybrid power until uh, units that happened in 2014 on that. Still a motorsport, but away from the new brand new car, Australian Michael Massey has been replaced as Formula One race director in the wake of the title deciding safety car controversy in the season ending Abu Dhabi Grand Prix in the governing FIA's new president. They said that to us today. So Marcy, who will be offered a new role within the FIA, will replace Niall Richard and Eduardo Fretas, who will share the race director uh, job as part of their wider reconstruction of the sports refereeing process uh, unveiled on Thursday by the governing body president, Mohammed Ben Sulayem. So, you see, this happened for that, you know, getting this new particular replacement. Freitas and Richard will alternate in the race director role as part of the new race control management team, which will be in place in time for the first preseason test in Barcelona on 23rd of February. So look forward to that as well. So they will be assisted by FIA stalwart Michael Heavy Blush, who will return as permanent senior advisor, having retired in 2016 after 50 years in report. So that that's how it is happening for that. My favorite part of the segments on the sport bit, the Belgian Olympics. I'm really adoring this particular, you know, event because 
participants are really putting in their or they are outperforming to grab gold, silver, and bronze as well. So our first uh, Beijing Olympic story is the Cameron. Yes, the Kremlin on Friday responded to comment by the Olympic chief in which he said he was disturbed watching Russian teen skater Camilla yes, Vilyava crumble under pressure and, you know, hit out at the 15-year-old coach for her chilling reaction. So in a press conference earlier today, International Olympic Committee IOC uh, President Thomas Batch said that he had been disturbed watching uh, Veliava Aerofield fourth place performance in the uh, women's single uh, Thursday night. It was really devastating because the position we are we were looking forward for her to get it, she couldn't get that. So uh, Botch also said that he was um, confounded by her coach's harsh reaction afterward and called for government to look into the role of entourages around young athletes on that. So the Kremlin hits back by saying that the harshness of Eliava's coach won a medal. So Thomas Batch is a very authoritative person in the sports world. And of course, we respect his opinion, but we do not necessarily agree with him. That's what spokesman uh, Dimitri Peskov told reporters uh, on the conference call later uh, today. It's really devastating that, you know, Camilla has to go through all this in terms of competing currently is really disturbing for her. But away from Veliava, China's snow princess Ellen Gu's dominant yes win in the half pipe at the Beijing Olympics today added to the country's best ever gold medal tally at a winter games where freestyle skying accounting for half of the host podium topping finishes. So with eight gold and 14 medals in all, China showed a huge improvement from four years ago in uh, Pyeongchang where they only took home one goal. So this season has been great for them uh, we can remember that uh, the president of china said that even if they don't get any uh, more medals he wouldn't be uh, disturbed because they greatly perform in tokyo but they have really impressed the president on that so aided by goals two wins a big air and half pipe the country are uh, leveled with the united states in the third place for gold medals which just days left in the game so we're looking forward to what will be wrapping up who will be taking on the overall uh, number of uh, you know medals on the medal table so away from that ukrainian bobsledder lydia honko has tested positive for prohibited substance during the beijing 2022 olympic games the international testing agency ita saying that today so honko who finished 20th in the women's um Monobob is the third athlete to test positive during the game. The uh, ITA says she tested positive on 14th of February in the Yangzen, where the competition took place, and she had been suspended provisionally. It's really bad. So, uh, the ITA in charge of the doping test during the Olympics said that the athlete has also had the right to request um, the analysis of the B samples as well. So her team could not be immediately reached for comments. Definitely, they don't want to talk about any bad thing. Away from that, sad testing, uh, you know, doping issue. First time Olympian Ryan 
Regis of Switzerland dominated the final men's sky across race to win gold on Friday at the Belgian Games, while fellow Swiss sky Alex Fever claimed silver. I was actually going to take the remaining bronze, but someone took it away from me. So Regis led from the start, zooming over the technical section at the start of course and pumping his long leg to put plenty of distance between him and the rest of the pack. So speaking to reporters after the final, Regis said that his face was sore from smiling so much after winning gold. It's not easy winning gold because it takes, it entails a lot of effort, determination and, you know, um, dedication to win a gold medal. So she, he continues saying that you just sky as hard as you can when it is the finish line. You can see the shadow on the floor and it's sunset. Uh, you don't see anyone else. So I knew this is going to be it. It was incredible. I just won, of course. I'm telling him he just won. So several medalists said that he was given a warning after his quarterfinal race where he battled Italian Simone de Romide. So we look forward to that as well. So away from that, Brad Gushu, yes, walked away with a medal on his return to the Olympic stage after leading Canada to victory over the United States to win bronze in the men's curling competition at the National Aquatic Center today. So the Canada's crew style of play managed to contain the opponent exuberance and the sealed um, 8-5 victory after U.S. kept, I'm talking of John Chusta, the reigning Olympic champion, gave up a steal of two in the ninth end and his team fell three points behind. So Gushu said that he went through the roller coaster of emotions in the last 24 hours, going from losing to Sweden uh, in the semifinals on Thursday night a podium finish uh, on Friday afternoon. So we are really... I'm um, uh, feeling amazing that, you know, he has been able to rise up from that Sweden, uh, you know, fail to take from USA today. So he said that, I hope I'm done crying. I have shed away too many tears in the last 24 hours. I haven't cried this uh, much since my kids were born. Of course, it's really, really amazing. It has this beautiful feeling when you're able to reach out your dreams, the ones that you've been looking forward throughout your entire life. So Gushu skipped Canada to gold at interim 2008 and six but had to wait 16 years to compete at the games again and he was appreciative of getting to experience another olympic despite admitting his team were not at their best so indeed i'm telling you today don't ever give up keep on and seeing that your dreams may come true and reach out the particular uh level that you're looking forward to attain something thank you so much for tuning and watching live on facebook the sported bit on ghana talks radio stay tuned for the twenty hits countdown don't forget that we tell you that stand a chance of winning up to a guaranteed 200 ghana cities yes from us ghana talks radio uh in our predict and win game watch any football match predict and get a guaranteed 200 Ghana cities yes visit our website www.ghanatalksradio.com for details on this information i'll be back soon my name is sandra asante this is ghana talks radio the best station rocking a nation
Sanjoa Asante. So a few days ago, um, you know, Ghanaian dance hall uh, artist Shatawale came out to tell us that he has gotten a new girlfriend after Shata Michi, uh, they split up. But few days ago as well he came out kissing a man we don't know whether he's gay now or not but it's part of the stories so let's go straight to the entertainment stories for today and prince charles was tested positive for coronavirus for the second time in last week prince charles the heir to the british throne has fully recovered from coronavirus's office and the buckingham palace have confirmed i hope he's totally negative i'm just saying so queen elizabeth edison carried out his first royal duties after recovering from COVID 19 according to the clarence house prince uh charles that prince of wales and the princess royal represented the queen's anniversary prizes for higher and further education during a ceremony at the saint james park yes the parlors on thursday so he is fully officially he has 
recovered from COVID-19. So Kim Kardashian has had enough of Kanye West's spiral social media. Yes, post Kim Kardashian has officially followed her estranged husband on, uh, you know, um, Instagram. She has unfollowed him. Mm, this is serious. So the 41-year-old reality star, come, the move comes after Kanye turned to Instagram to mock uh, an old video of boyfriend Pete Davidson talking about the rapper's mental health. So this really triggered her of unfollowing Kanye West. But I think she, she wasn't interested in that particular video. Uh, he, she felt like it's very insultive on part of Pete Davidson. So officially and finally, she unfollows. So Jim Nane is in the news. A birthday toilet cleaner, BTS J-Hope, has been branded as odd collectible that predicts current logic this is my korean people and on logic stuff so bts jane fame birthday gift for uh, his bandmate j hope is actually uh, an art collectible that contradicts current logic even in the eyes of eight creators i'm talking of it has only created 999 numbered copies of this product and have really stood out among the rest of J-Hope's gift, which range from box of strawberries, a birthday cake, and a 29 cake topper. You know what I'm talking about? Hmm, talking about a particular toilet collector you'll see on the screens if you're watching on Facebook. So while the collector aimed for the piece to be collectible for a dedicated collector's BTS best gift giver has managed to transform it into a gang gift of the century. So many of the army across the world had a field day with the entire experience and left each other in fit of laughter as once and never in my life did I think I would see limited edition gold and toilet brush in the same sentence stunning bts is truly an experience in every aspect of course it is so you know a golden toilet brush oh i'm surprised about this one i don't want to have that for my birthday gift of course no so some even enjoy the bank balance flex and wondered how extremely rich you could have to be to have this random thought to buy a friend a limited edition covered in gold toilet brush as a birthday present it's really beautiful i think it's really uh, beautiful for a bts member to get for a bts member that's what money they're talking about yeah it's exciting so away from that chris jenner i'm talking of the mother of the kardashians is spilling labor room details from one younger daughter kali jenner gave birth so kylie welcome second child um the son that i told you the name is wolf webster yeah the wolf with a boyfriend travis scott in february speaking about the amazing joy of having her 11th grandchild yes mama Chris confesses wolf looks just like storming and she said that when he came out it was like stormy being born again that's what chris told ellen degeneres on the ellen degeneres show so it was amazing it was me kylie and travis that's what as she further reviews so speaking about the hospital in which wolf was born the matriarch added that they have rules and regulations now so you can only have so many people back in the days i had like 15 people in the room when i was giving birth it was like a party so She's trying to compare her time and, you know, her daughter's time. And even centuries to come, we'll be having single, you know, people giving birth in one particular hospital room. So away from that, Tom Helan is on the news today. And he went under serious undercover to prepare for his role in Uncharted. Yes, Uncharted. So speaking to the Cyrus XM's pop culture spotlight with Jessica Shore, 
Holland revealed that he served as a bartender, yes, at the local restaurant in London to understand and get in his role for Uncharted. Mm, I wish I can get that experience. So for me, one of my favorite things about what we do for a living is when you get the opportunity to learn a new skill for a reason other than you have want to give it a go. That's what Tom Helland is saying. So I went into a bartending school. I ended up doing a few shifts in the bar in London, which was a lot of fun. See, an actor enjoying a bartender job. I'm surprised. So, so I'm fully, really enjoyed it. And it's a nice little set piece in the movie. So you're looking forward to see Tom Holland in the Uncharted being acting role as a bartender. We're looking forward to that. The only swindler in the whole world, the whole universe. I'm talking of Simon. Yes, Laviv wants fans to party like there is no tomorrow. He can say that because he doesn't suffer to get money. So the swindler Simon Leviud is ready to bless his fans on their special moment. The notorious con man has offered personalized message for all his fans. Yes, for 148 euros, he goes on to promise his fans that the video will be up within the 24 hours of payment yes that's what uh, he's saying so fans of netflix yes can now get a personalized uh, message by tinder swindler simon levive so in a video he said hi everyone i'm so excited to be here on cameo i am samuel levive he doesn't have to mention his name we know him already so if you want to if you want any blessing anything birthday whatever shout out i am so excited to be here i wish you a great and magnificent day that's what he's telling the fans i'm not part of it actually but that's what he's saying so christiana is back again in the news and she is hoping to have uh, a 12th yes 12th the number 12th grandchild i'm talking of to be a grandmother once again as she expects dr kendall to give birth. So speaking to ellen ahead of the release of the kardashian hulu show chris expressed her wish to see kendall's baby after host asked her whom amongst her daughters would have a child next so kendall is currently dating nba uh, player devin booker and um she said that, well, I think it would be nice if it was Kendall, right? Uh, she's the only one who hasn't had a baby. She says, I think she would eventually love to have a baby the last time Cousin was here. He said it is true that, you know, these people are just making babies to have a, you know, baby empire. That's what he's seeing. The 12th granddaughter. This is serious. I'm surprised about that. But Kendall's younger sister, Kylie, welcomed the second baby, the wolf. Yes, the wolf. And too. so Chris is also grandmother of Sam, True, Chicago, Stormy, Dream, Saint, Rain, North, Penelope and Mason. So maybe Kendall's baby will be church. We might not know about it. So... Still on that Kardashian story, yes, Kanye West is here and is talking at Jaibat Pete Davidson by dragging out an old SNL skit where the funny man is seen mocking the rapper. So in a short video, Kim Kardashian's boyfriend was spotted, yes, wearing a red cap that read, make Kanye 2006 again. Yes, that's what it is. So if you if you're watching it on Facebook, you can see that red cap. Yes, it's saying make Kanye 2006 again. What is he trying to? What is he trying to do? Because because of you, came and followed Kanye. 
Pete Davidson. You are warned. Don't be doing stuff like that. So in another video shared by the 44-year-old Davidson, is ported making insensitive jokes about Kanye. It's really sad that that is happening, but... I don't want to talk about that guy, but there's a serious issue here. Brad Pitt has filed a lawsuit against ex-wife Angelina Jolie for illegally selling off their jointly owned French estate. Yes, Pitt's lawyers claim that Jolie uh, sold the Chateau Mirafo especially uh, after the duo had agreed of not doing so. Jolie and Pitt married at the Avenue in 2014. The property is now a profitable vine. Yeah, so it is reported that Jolie sold off the venue to Russian businessman Yuri Sheffer despite Pitt's passion for the property so the court document filed in los angeles yes um said that jolie accusimated the purported sale without pet's knowledge denying pet the consent right to own him the right or first refusal a business entity owned so jolie and paid bought the estate in 2008 for 28.4 million dollars so the couple split up in 2019 and she has waited a long time to sell in 2020 brad doesn't understand it's an old story but he still don't want that to be sold so model yes the model also criticized i'm talking of bella hadid she has criticized france and other countries for banning muslim hijab so bella on uh you know recent day called out india and other countries for banning muslim hijab taken to instagram the supermodel showed a multi-news item for several countries and wrote, In other forms of discrimination, I urge France, India, Quebec, Belgium, and other countries in the world who are discriminatory against Muslim women to rethink what decisions uh, you have made or are trying to make in the future about a body that is not yours. So Bella Hadid is saying that that banning of the hijab, she doesn't support it. So she added by saying, it's not your job to tell women what they should or shouldn't wear, especially when it is pertaining uh, to faith and safety. It is really true. I support that as well. So there is... Um, I post here and say I don't have to choose between my hijab and going to school, but my sisters are been so lucky. That's what Adam King also tweeted. So it's really sad that they have really uh, banned the hijab on that. But I don't want that to talk about sad stories. Kim Kardashian and the strange husband is in the news again. And Kanye is not ready to give up on his strange wife, Kim Kardashian, and children at all. So the rapper has been using an Instagram account to share his feelings and conveying his message to his wife and her boyfriend, Pete Davidson. So taken to Instagram, Kanye West shared a photo of Billboard displaying pictures of Kim Kardashian and wrote, This Balenciaga campaign premiered in Times Square today. I know y'all can understand that it is bittersweet for me. This is awesome, our positive energy. So, hmm, pictures of Kim Kardashian on the billboard. I'm surprised. So Kim Kardashian was announced as Balenciaga ambassador earlier this month. Kim Kardashian West reveal she is officially an ambassador for Karen Group own label. So that's what it is. Yeah. He still wants her back. Kim, please listen to Kanye and you guys, you have a beautiful family. So the biggest news today that I told you earlier when I started talking is between Shatawale and, uh, you know, a member of parliament for Ningo Prampram talking of Sam and Nate George. Yes, controversial Ghanaian musician Shatawale and a member of parliament 
for Ningo Prom Prom Sam Nata George have sparked a beef online following Shatawale's viral video of him kissing another man. Let's go watch the video. I'll be back and we talk more about this story because it's really delicate. Why will you be kissing a man? That's Shatawale for you, the dancehall artist. Hey, God, you see that? God, you see that? I receive it. I receive it. Oh my goodness. This kiss, I don't know whether it's holy, the one that Jesus and the Father said we should be giving holy kisses to our, you know, our, our neighbors. I don't know if that is what Shatawale was giving to the bodyguard, but the viral photo that saw Freedom Singer, kissing a security guard, you know, uh, that I'm talking of Shata Komoji affectionately sharing a kiss on the lips at his private studio spark a lot of conversations online. Many netizens have expressed, you know, their shock at the move of the president or the Shata movement family, where there's many questioning his sexuality. But some not enjoyed, I'm talking of the member of parliament, one of the people. Higo expressed disgust for the video. According to Sam George, Shatawale might have been under the influence of some wrong leaves. You get what I'm saying? I'm talking of the leaves that they've been smoking. I said it's quite unusual to see two men kissing. But he posted that on, you know, on, on Twitter. Yes, he posted that one on Twitter. And his tweet did not sit well with Shatawale as he also brutally descend on MP who is uh, vocal about his position on the anti-LGBTQ bill. So Shatawale replied some George by saying that that's some George. If you don't stop those, um, I can mention the word F-O-O-L-I-S-H comment about me. You go seek for room for yes unless I touch you. I've never seen a foolish man like you too before. Prove to me which leave I smoke. You are a very foolish man. So Shatawale is really pissed off, you know, um, MP for Pram Pram Ningo Pram Pram talking about his sexuality. He feels like you shouldn't actually talk about it because in the first case, the members of parliament have not been able to finalize on the LGBTQ plus bill. So he has no audacity to talk about any issue concerning him. So we are looking forward to know if Shatawale uh is gay bisexual current we are looking forward to hear from him himself because that case is not the holy case jesus talk about in the bible it's not at all so they are saying that they actually uh they have solved this issue but i know shatawale we all know shatawale uh bernie sensation can rise up tomorrow and you'll be looking forward to see what will happen so thank you so much for joining me on entertainment hub on ghana talks radio my name is sandra asante you should enjoy your evening and have a fantastic weekend this is Ghana Talks Radio, and everything. I'm signing out nation. now, but DJ Kobe Rich will be in the studio to take you on that musical vibe from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. So stick and stay with Ghana Talks Radio. I'm out for good. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking the nation.